Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League. It's the show where we give our non-expert expert opinion on everything from what puzzle to choose from and what pug to choose from. This week, we have a fantastic episode. We are going to recap the famous golf trip happened this weekend. We all survived. We missed Nick on the golf trip, but there's always next year. Hopefully, he's not, no more injuries since we talked to him last week. Um, we got some sad sports news, and we got some good sports news. That's good. Uh, time out, we got old women doing crazy stuff. And then for, what is it, for the rank, we're going to take it down a trip down memory lane. So without any further ado, let's get right into it. Let's take it from the, uh, from the tippy top there. Low Budget presents Beer League. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Um, episode number something. 46. Um, 46. Thank you. Um, so like I talked about in the intro, the golf weekend happened this week. So we will start off with Nick. We'll get into see how his injuries are doing. And then we'll talk to you about the trip. Uh, my injuries are fine as of right now. I um, start physical therapy tomorrow morning for my shoulder, so that should be fun, and I'm excited to at least like get some answers on that. Uh, but I haven't injured myself in the past week, so that's that's pretty good. Right. Cool. Been focusing on the twelve ounce curls, so that's probably part of it. Uh, but my weekend was good. It was pretty relaxing. I played poker with the guys on Friday. And actually did a little in-person poker. I uh, had a couple, like we still played via internet, but I had a few guys over to the apartment and set up like microphone in the middle and everything like that. So we could all speak into it and still uh, talk to all the other guys. So that was sweet. Um, no, nice. And then I binged, um, I finished the rest of Last Dance finally. And ending was great. I know I'm months behind everybody else, but it was great. Um, and then I binge watched season three of Ozark, uh, and that was phenomenal. So, uh, that was, oh, man. that was basically my weekend, you know, pretty chill. Um, very different from your guys's, but I'm excited to hear about it. Johnny was telling me a little bit about it. Yeah, but believe it or not, I like to think that this was the tamest trip that we had. We did get a noise complaint the first night, which I think is a little bullshit because they were sold. They were so old. So old, yeah. They're the oldest people in the world. I, I'm glad we didn't talk back or anything. They were just so old. No, I mean, we were very polite. I, yeah. It was just, we had a fire pit at the house, and the fire pit was in the front of the house, so that's mainly where people were hanging out. We are trying to do the social distance outside stuff. And it just, I think everyone forgot that it was still a Thursday, and people worked the next day. So I think that was the only reason, because it, it was only around like 1130 and I don't think we were being too loud, but I can see because like working. Um, Wait, was that was that. the house you guys were at like in a neighborhood then? Like you were next door to like other people or something? So our neighbors were pretty far apart on the left and right, but across the street they weren't that far. They were pretty far, but they're not tough. Oh, okay. Um, 
So that that was pretty good. I think that was on us, but I mean, there was no real problems. It was just like, Hey, do you guys mind keeping it down? And then we just went inside. Um, nothing too crazy happened. First off, I'm going to talk the house. I think Johnny and beer could back me up. They've been on a couple of these trips. Now this was the best house we've had. Yeah. It was uh, way too, yeah. It was so nice. Not enough beds, but it was so nice. <laughs> yeah. So well, they, they lied. And so I want to talk to the Airbnb person. What happened? Because they said six, they said six bedrooms and seven beds. There was only five bedrooms and five beds. Um, yeah, we did. They ca- did they do like that kind of Airbnb bullshit where they said like, "Oh, this couch can fit three people," and it's like a sofa bed or something like that. But it said bedroom, so it's like oh, I wouldn't okay. consider like a couch a bedroom or yeah. like a living room. Yeah, um, definitely not. I mean, it, it wasn't terrible. I mean, I slept on the ground one night. I'm, I, I survived. Um, a lot of, a lot of golf was played, not a ton of good golf. Um, we played 36 the first day. So we get there on Thursday. Everyone is talking the big game of, Hey, we're going to take it real easy tonight. We've got a 7 a.m. tea time. No one's going to drink a lot. No one's going to stay up late. <laughs> um, which is just something you, I feel like you have to say like on a guy's trip, yep. you just got to like <laughs> say it. So it's out there. Yeah. <laughs> like no one actually believes it in their heart yeah. of hearts, but you're like, all right, let's just, Let's just say what we got to say, and then we could do it. It's like when you talk shit about someone, you got to start off with like, honestly, they're one of the sweetest people. They're really funny, but. And then you go in. And then, yeah. Yeah. So the house was amazing. The golf courses were in good shape. Uh, the only thing I would complain about the golf courses were the general's greens were kind of greens. Yeah, they were so dried up. Yeah, the greens were kind of. Pretty bad. Yeah. They're kind of poop. But the rest of the course <laughs> was fine in really good shape, but just the greens were kind of poopy. Um, uh, we played a good amount of beers B, which is that's the oh. only time I ever played that game. Um, so much it, fun. It, it took me like four games to get in the swing of it. And then after that, I was doing decent. Um, but the last night, this is the story I'll tell and then I'll pass it off to Johnny and beer. So we ran out of food. We didn't run out of food, but we like kind of got sick of eating the food we had. So we decided we had some extra money in the budget. So we decided that we're going to order a bunch of pizzas on the last night. So we finished the round of golf. I go in there. I'm like, Hey, where can we get pizzas delivered? You know, cause no one should be driving. So it's like, Hey, where should we get pizzas delivered? They're like, well, you could either get the Papa John's that's in Iowa. So I looked it up. It was 32 miles away. I was like, I don't think they're going to deliver 32 miles away. <laughs> they're like, we should either get from the clubhouse or this other place, Carvano's. And I was like, oh, well, like the clubhouse is pretty easy. And the guy just looks at me and he goes, it's terrible. <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, we'll get Carvanos. So I called, I called Carvanos later and I'm like, hey, we're going to need um, a bunch of pizzas. Everyone's like, hey, let's get a ton. And I was like, okay, uh, I'll just spend the rest of the budget on it. So they like gave him the price of the pizzas. I was like, all right, that's 14 pizzas with a good tip. I was like, uh, we'll take 14 pizzas. And the guy only response was, you're going to break my kitchen. <laughs> and so I was like, I thought they were going to be happy getting like $300 worth of pizza, but they were not. And so I got put on hold. The guy comes back. He's like, Hey, we got to, we got to talk with the chef. 
<laughs> and I was like, so all right, man, a, talk, wait, is it a pizza? Is it a pizza place or was it like a like a normal restaurant and you guys were it's just like trying place. to trying no, to carry it? Oh, okay. It's a I place it where like, they, <laughs> they pride themselves on making pizza. They only <laughs> make pizza. Okay. Yeah, yeah actually, was, think about that. I was picturing <laughs> like a nice sit down restaurant and then you're calling up nope, and like no, they need fourteen pizzas to go as soon as possible. I thought I thought it was gonna be like I thought they were going to be like, wow, it's a really small town. This is a big order. I'm going to love this. So the guy gets back on. He's like, okay, the manager and the chef are discussing. Let me get your address and stuff. And I was like, okay. So I give him my address. I give him the address to the Airbnb. Guy gets back on the phone. He's like, okay, we decided to take the order, but we can only do 12 pizzas. Like, sure, whatever. And the guy goes, it's going to take a good amount of time to get there. Is that okay? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. We'll wait. And then he goes, it's going to take about an hour and 15 minutes. I was like, that's it? Oh, yeah, that's not bad at all. (laughs) And then originally they were like, we're going to bring it in like droves. We're going to bring like three pizzas at a time. I'm like, sure, that's what you want to do. (laughs) Long story short, the, the delivery driver showed up 40 minutes later with all 12 pizzas. No problem at all. I think they were just. They knew we were like out of town and they just knew that if they made it sound like a big thing, because we tipped the guy huge. And we were like, I just think they know, like, oh, if we just make these guys feel bad, we're just going to get a fat tip. And they got it. Yeah, they're playing to the crowd uh, for sure. Good for them. My question so, is, how many pizzas did you actually order? We ordered 12. We ordered the maximum they would let us. Uh, okay. Yeah. We had, like, was it one and a half pizzas left over? After yeah. Eight it was pretty good fucking pizza. I have a rule about ordering pizza, though. You have you always order pizza with the intent of having leftovers, particularly when it's a big group of guys. Like mm. you always want to have at least because then you got that late night snack ready. Because even if it was late night, I'm sure you guys were up until like two or three in the morning at least. And then it's like, oh, I'm gonna go grab a slice of pizza because we still got that really good pizza, and that's that's when it's the best. That's, that's exactly dinner. That's exactly what happened. It was breakfast too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I yep. had a slice in the morning. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna complain. Um, Johnny and Beer, what'd you guys think of the trip? Oh, bros, beers, bunkers, brawls, <laughs> fights, and by brawls I mean we weren't fighting each other, but the UFC fights. Uh, you know, after after it was all said and done, I made, I made money this weekend. Eight dollars in golf. And like 70, 75 uh, from our UFC betting, Joe. Um, we, we bet on America, baby. We bet on America for the two main cards, two main fights, I mean, in the main card. Um, yeah, man, it was, you're right, though. It was, it was definitely more tame than uh, the past couple of years, I would say, but can't wait for next year. I think the play in 36 was that because it's like with a 7 a.m tea time and then playing for we were out on the golf course for a little over 12 hours so it's like after that everyone was kind of like all right right kicked, kicked our asses yeah i mean yeah gas afterwards. that's a marathon Honestly, it felt like it went fast for some reason but we were out there for a long time from yeah but it was a great weekend very very great yeah weekend. drive home wasn't too bad just listen to stand up the whole way home uh, Chad Daniels, it was awesome. Oh, nice! Great material. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, I ended up running three miles on Sunday when I got home because I was so scared of the Monday morning hangover, and it, it fucking worked. It was good. It was Damn. Good. 
That's nice. a, that's a that's an old guy move. That's a twenty six year old move. It's not something twenty two year old Johnny would do. Yeah, I'm very, very mature. Thing. Very mature. Yeah. It, I did the same thing, but instead of running, I ate a whole bunch of Culvers and I got a <laughs> double Culvers double butter burger cheeseburger oh, deluxe, nice. and I got cheese curds, French fries, and the buffalo chicken tenders. Cause, oh my oh gosh. god, that's awesome, man! That and then I ate it, and then I took a four-hour nap. So it's kind of like running through. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I ate a, a bunch of loose Sunday night too. So that was really that was just a cherry on top. Kept the whole weekend up, so it was nice. Yeah, the trip. I think the best part about the whole trip was how cheap it was, because I don't know if it's COVID special or something, but all the green fees are half off. So that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nice. everyone saved 200 bucks, and it's like saving 200 bucks. You're like, I feel like I'm a king. I feel like I could do anything right now. That's money. <laughs> can order 12 um, pizzas. Yeah. Uh, one of the best parts is we had a roof that you could get on, and it was like you stepped on the roof. Like, you didn't even have to crawl out a window. It's like if you went in our backyard, you just step on the roof, and we, like, stared at the stars, talked, listened to some music out there. That was fun. It's always nice to see the people that, you know, you don't normally see all the time. Yeah, it was good uh, to see you guys. That was awesome. It's good. Um, my brother, we had some two new people. My brother had two friends that came. I thought they fit in very well. They were um, fun. Me and Beer yeah, played with funny. them. Yeah. Time. They, uh, <laughs> they was unique. Uh, He's we got, got some very it. interesting ideas for the podcast, and I think we should hear him out. Yeah. Who does? Bones or Broken? Really? Jimmy. Jimmy? Can you yeah, give an example? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd love to hear him. Little shout out. So, yeah, we'll hear him It was him out. good. There's some good ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's worth uh worth investigating there. All right. All right. We'll talk about it after. Um uh, yeah, so it sounds like we all had a good weekend. Um let's get into some somber news. Um the first thing is gonna be RIP Big Ten football. Uh yeah. So the spring. It's it's brutal. It's brutal for me because I, I love I love college football. I love watching it. I feel like I watch any game. Obviously, I'm a Hawkeyes and Notre Dame fan, so I watch those teams very closely. But the gambler inside of me, you could bet anything, and those spreads are crazy. I still remember taking uh, U of I against Wisconsin last year. You guys were plus 34 and a half, and I said, no way they don't cover this. And then you guys won. Yeah. Yep. So that was crazy. Um, <laughs> so it was a 12 to 2 vote. 12 teams, 12 schools voted no. Only two voted yes. And I'm proud to say that Iowa was one of those schools that wanted to play. Who was the other Nebraska, one? Nebraska, right? Nebraska. The only thing about that is so I was open. So I was completely open. You can go to a bar at full capacity. You don't have to wear a mask anywhere. Really? So it's like, huh. I think from their standpoint, they were like, well, everything's normal here. So why not play football? Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. I, That's crazy that they're still I, fully open. Dude, it's crazy. It's insane. I got a Snapchat from one of my buddies this weekend. It was on a rooftop bar in Iowa City, and I was like, is there, you could just have it full? Like, they were like sardines. Like, think of, like, hooking ladder on a Friday night. <laughs> for, for Chicago people, that would, that would make sense. Um, I don't know. So this, this one hit me, like, I felt like I got hit in the gut or something, or, like, got the wind knocked out of me, because I, I, I had a feeling that it might get canceled, but then when it actually happened, it, it, it made sucked. it real. It made it real. Yeah. 
It's like they didn't do any prep at all. Nothing. Like nothing at all. Like yeah. the NFL and the NBA and everyone did it was, stuff. It was a bystander <laughs> effect. Everyone was just waiting for someone else to do something. And now it's too late. But so it, I, it's it's sad, you know. Something there's something different about Saturday morning in the fall. Yes, waking up to watch football, you know. But are you, but are you up for Sunday? Yeah, it, it is the best appetizer to NFL. Yeah, like you get a full day on Sunday, and you're like, "Ooh, my beak is wet. <laughs> Ooh, I wet my beak. I can't wait for the main course." And it just then boom, a full Sunday of NFL, and you're just like, "Yes." Main well, course is sitting on the couch on Sunday, but Saturdays you could go to the bar all day and daydream. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And the the NFL is for sure happening though, right? Or at least they're taking plenty of precautions to like make it as likely as possible. Yeah, I mean the main difference is is one professional, you get paid. So if you want to get paid, you're gonna have to play. And the NCAA, it's like I totally get where. These people are like, man, we're gonna lose so much money. It's like, yeah, let's just scrap it. But what do you guys think about like what Trevor Wallace said, or Trevor Lawrence, sorry, um, said about how he's like, I want the season to go on because I feel like that would make us players safer. We'll be tested regularly, we'll be able to quarantine with our team, we'll be able to practice. Um what do you guys think about that? Do what what do you think? That do you think the season sense. should be or not? That would make sense if they had plans in place. If they actually, like yeah, if they had something to follow and they actually do what he's saying, then yes, that's exactly how it would happen. But they like, don't have a plan. You look so. at the comparisons, though. You look at the Bears. Have, you guys should go and watch that. Uh, there's like a whole press conference with their head athletic trainer, and they completely redid the entire facility. They built a whole nother uh, weight room so they could socially distance and have two groups of people working out at once so they wouldn't all be in the same room. Basically, they said, like, you can only have 20 people in a room, so they cut it. They said, like, their own rule is that they can no, have no more than 10 per room. So they like, cut it in half. Like, they did a lot of things in order to try to make it really safe for the Bears. The NCAA hasn't really done anything. So, like, I get it, Trevor. Maybe even Clemson's has something planned, right? But does, like, Illinois? We don't know. So See, uh, my, my big thing is... Uh, I don't know if you guys saw what Joe Burrow tweeted. And he said, like, I agree with Trevor and what he said, because if this happened last year, I might be looking for a new job, which is crazy true. Because his right. first year at LSU after he transferred, he did good, but he didn't do great. Obviously, he didn't have the season he did. I mean, his, his season, his season, the last year, is the reason he is number one and the reason he got a $24 million signing bonus. That's exactly why. So, there's players out there like Trevor Lawrence where I don't think this hurts his draft stock. I still think Trevor Lawrence is, I don't want to say a hundred percent number one, but like, come on. He ain't, he's, he's not, not going to be number one. He's going to be number one. Yeah. But there's gotta be some players out there that say maybe they had a really good off season. They put on some weight, they lost some weight, they feel quicker, they're running better, they're stronger. So I feel like that's, I am sad for a couple of those players. Yeah. I wonder if any of them would be like, you know what, I'm just going to defer school for a year or something like that or figure out some way that they can stay an extra year like if it's a if it's a senior, for example, like like Joe Burrow was. Like what's to stop them from just being like, "Hey, you know what? Take a year off because I'm assuming a fair amount of just regular college students are probably doing that this year anyways because 
this year so weird and I don't know how many campuses are open, but like, why not just say, you know what, I'm going to take a year off and then come back next year and hope that it's like good to go again. So it's funny that you said that. So I don't know if you guys saw the statistics, but enrollment in community college has gone up over, over 300%. Wow. And I was thinking about that and I was like, if you go to a college and it's mainly for freshmen, by the way, it's not for uh, like post, but it makes a lot of sense. So it's like, if you're a freshman, what's the point of really going to a university? If the bars are going to be closed, which I'm not saying that's why you should go to school, but let's be honest, that's why you go to school. Um, but if you're doing all, aren't going to be, they're not yeah, there. yeah. And then you have to do all your classes online. You're like, why am I paying all that tuition to, you know, go to school online? It makes a lot right. of sense. Yeah. If you're going to get an online education through a major university or an online education through a community college, you'll take your online education to the community college, wait till the schools open up and transfer. Right. Like, to get the same credits you would be getting there anyway, especially if you're a freshman. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes, it makes how, how do you tell anyone that pays for their own college, hey, why don't you spend another 30 grand to go to this school and be online when you could just stay at home and do community college online? Yeah. All they'd be paying for at that point is no parents. Yeah, I guess that, but having your own. Uh, place, but... Yeah, you gotta you gotta weigh your pros and cons. It's because I couldn't imagine going to school during this, and I know a lot of people like my my friends' brothers and sisters who just came home once this all started because they're like, "There's everything's closed in my campus, so I'm just gonna go home and finish it from you know finish it from home." It. It's just, dude, it sucks, man. I, it, it sucks, too, because the Hawkeyes were looking really good. Uh, U of I was also looking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami of Ohio was actually looking pretty strong, too. So it's like all yeah. of our teams were looking to have a – or looking poised to have a good year, and it's just like – and we're so close. Oh, we're so close. We were so close. As long as we still have a basketball season, I'm a happy man. We have a championship caliber team. Yeah, so the one thing that I'm worried is I I hate when Iowa is ranked in sports before the season. So Iowa is right now a top four team in basketball, and this just hurts me so bad because exactly what's going to happen is every year. They're going to start off hot. They're going to start off so hot. And then they're going to start playing Big Ten teams with barely any losses. Then they're going to start losing. And then I'm going to start freaking out. And then and then it's like we're still going to get a five seed. And then we're going to beat a 12 seed. And then we're just going to get stomped in the round of 32. And I know every year. And so it's just like putting us in the top four. It's like you're just, you're just, you know, like these people know what they do to me. And they know what they're doing. They're like, oh, we're, we're going we're gonna to put them up on this pedestal. And then we're just going to watch them crumble. And so I hope it doesn't happen, but every year I've been a Hawkeye fan, they do this. So I'm, I'm a little nervous. See me and beer with Illinois have uh, uh, the opposite experience. I think where we're never ranked. And then we start beating these big 10 teams and suddenly we're ranked 25 and then 22 and then 20. Um, and then we lose. And then we lose. <laughs> we're not that disappointed because again, our big thing was that this year we're really pumped because our two two of our guys who were going to go to the NBA decided to stay. So there are there are dream killers. Those are the guys that go and beat the big team. So yeah. Um, oh yeah. Hopefully this doesn't happen. So that's how uh, that's how Iowa was with Garza, and I was like, man, if this guy 
He's coming back. Out. Yeah, he's coming back. But I'm so I mean, obviously I'm super happy. Um I don't know. It's just like here's the thing. If we're ranked four right now or three, and we end the season four and three, we did how we were expected. And if we do anything worse, it's like, oh, you just didn't you didn't reach expectations. You see, we're unranked, okay? Unranked, and we creak up into like 1918. I'm so ecstatic. I'm just oh, I'm yeah. rack'em sack'em roboting. I'm just I'm oh. It's the old old age adage: uh, <laughs> under promise, over over perform, over deliver. In, exactly. in every yeah. every That's walk exactly. of life, whether it's basketball, yep. sports, anything else in life, you always under promise and then you over deliver, and that makes everybody happy. Yeah. Um, okay. Another sad topic in sports: um, the Cubs. And MLB keep getting uh, games postponed. It's just very sad. One for the Cubs because they are hot. Uh, Sox are also doing well. Um, my thing is, is it too is it too crazy for these teams like um, the Marlins and the Cardinals who have had these infractions, who have physically like gone out to casinos and stuff like that? Is it is it too extreme to just be like, hey, sorry, your year's over? You're done. Penalize them, I say. Yeah, for sure. Penalize them. Particularly yeah, I... the Cardinals. Hate those guys. Yeah. They like I feel like that's something that should have been written into the rules or protocols that they had at the beginning of the season. And it might have been, but we didn't know about right. it. But like, yeah, it's like, oh they... if if you not if you get caught if you have COVID or whatever, because that's you know, it's not completely unavoidable, but if if you're found to be breaking our protocols then you're suspended for, let's say, 10 games, or your team suspended for 10 games, something like that, and it's just, and then those games aren't made up, and then you can't, you're, you're basically screwed kind of a thing. Exactly. You know? They should have been scared to do something like that. Yeah. They should have. <laughs> that is my point yeah. that I've been saying, and I keep, I keep thinking because it's like the Cardinals, and I hate the Cardinals so much, but it's like, am I just being so biased against them where I'm like, get them out of the league, get them out of the league. I already don't like them, but it's true. It's like, there's no repercussions for doing their stupid stuff. And honestly, they're being rewarded. They're being like, Hey, don't worry. We'll suspend it. You could rest up. Your pitcher's arms are going to be better. You're going to be able to pitch more. It's like, yeah, they're resting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was all fun. Yeah. Because a couple guys thought it was a good idea to go to casino. Like, so dumb. How dumb could you Is be? The river what? or what? It was the it was the one in Milwaukee. Um, I forget what it's called. It it's a Native American one. It's not pot. Is it Potawatomi? Is that Potawatomi? It? Yeah, that's, that's up it. in. Uh, isn't that up in like? Oh man, isn't that like the Dells? There's one right near like downtown Milwaukee. <laughs> I thought it was a Potawatomi, but regardless. I honestly think a just punishment is the games that they have to suspend. They should just get a loss and the other team Ooh, gets a win. Yes. That's good. That's a great idea. That is good. It's a forfeit. It's <laughs> yeah. essentially a forfeit. Oh, you're sick. You can't play. You're done. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, exactly. it's ridiculous because just postponing it. It's like, what, what's going to stop from, because here's the, here's the thing. It's starting now. Okay. So we're still very early in even a 60 game season. Say this happens again, 40 games in. Yeah, or in exactly. the playoffs. Are you, are you just gonna Are you just gonna postpone? No, you can't postpone. You got you. The show must go on. Yeah, maybe it's a good thing it happened now, as opposed to like you said later in the season. Because yeah, that would be fucked. 
at least now they could kind of put some consequences in place or something in place, anything really. Because I was thinking this. So say this happens during a wild card. Yeah, yeah that'd be. And the 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 playoffs do you postpone the one game, even though it's one game, and then the other teams are waiting to play a best of five? Like, come on! Yeah, it's and they have to play when they're trained to play. They have their yeah. bodies ready. There's, you can't push it back. Yeah, you you gotta. It's gotta be fair for every team because it's like you you can't be like, well, these teams are you know, it's like they're just going on. They're doing a couple of crazy things, but it's like. But all the other teams are not doing it. There's only a couple of outliers. Yeah, everyone's paying for it. Yeah, like the Cubs and Sox both, I think, are two teams that haven't had like any any positive COVID tests, right? Right, Bear? No, yeah. Or, well, we had so we had two. We had Moncada had it, and Milmar Mazar had it, but that was all before the season God damn it, started. Beard. Yeah, during oh, okay. during the season. Ever since the season started, like we haven't had any new positives. Yeah. So it is. So it is doable. Actually, I'm not saying it's you know going to be right 100 percent of the time, but just a little, a little bit of want to goes a long way. I think what you said last week, Nick, is you guys decided to opt out of a bubble. Yes, to be with your family. So exactly. you, I mean, you got to be smart. And I, I, I'm just saying, at the end of the day, I want these teams to be punished, even if it's the Cubs that happen, even if it's the Sox, especially the Sox, but yeah. even if. Um, even if it comes to it, like, I just think you need to have like a deterrent. Yeah. You can't just be like, Oh, like they went out to a casino. Do you think any of those guys were like, Oh man, we shouldn't do this. Cause what if we get sick? Are they going to like make us forfeit games? Is our season going to be over? Is our pay going to be cut? It's like, right. nah, true. they'll probably just postpone it a week. Yeah. And then like, because if there actually is punishment, then you're not just the asshole in general. You're the asshole to your teammates. Then it's your teammates looking at you being like, dude, you couldn't stay out of a casino. And instead now we're losing games because you couldn't stay out of a casino. And that would, you know, almost completely eliminate any of that sort of stupid stuff right there. Full, full person to person accountability. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, I like that. All right. Let's end on some good sports news. Mm -hmm. The Hawks are back, baby. It's yeah. been five years. It's been five long years, but the Hawks are back. Go! Oh. It was a big win. I'm so sick of all the people saying like, "Oh, the Oilers just had two players." Uh, I'm sorry, but McDavid is possibly one of the best hockey players that will ever play the game, ever, 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 ever. He is unreal good, and I know that just not one man wins a team. But like, don't take shit away from us. We were a 12 seed that beat a five seed. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, we shouldn't have And we didn't go to a game five. We didn't. We didn't like have to win in a like a bullshit overtime goal. We won straight up. It was awesome. Straight up beat them. Yep. And they came out right away great. in that first game and were just dropping goals. That first game was yeah. insane. And I mean, they had they put the pressure on them the entire time. It, like that was that was a that was a solid solid victory for them. I mean, I at this point, are they going all the way? You guys think? You guys think we got another championship run in here? So we got going to tonight against Vegas, nine thirty. They are our kryptonite historically. In two years, <laughs> in the two years in they've been history. in the league. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we are. I mean, they're a one seed first of all. But we are the black, so always a chance. 
Okay. Dude, it's all about getting hot at the right time or it got hot. Like, there's no better time to get hot than the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So let's just keep it up. I think tonight is going to be a good thing. I think we got to come out, really got to put some bodies on people. Um, the the one thing though is we got to keep the aggression up. I love they were we're putting up a lot more shots than we were doing during the regular season. Crawford has definitely been playing standing on his head, but like I said, that's just called getting hot. Yep. You know, get out at the right time. Yep. Um, I'm excited to see where this team goes. Even if we lose this next series, we did better than expectations. Just like I said, we were supposed to get out immediately. We were supposed to get swept. We won. So we're to beat expectations. And right now it's just like, we're on like a Cinderella story. Kubalik was on fire that entire series. Hopefully he yeah. gets it going. How many, I, I think he had probably like close to 10 points over the course of the four games. I mean, just insane. But let's be honest, dude. Watching playoff hockey is a different animal. Oh yeah, they it's fly. Intense. They fly around. They're f- skating so fast. Well, to be honest, I only watch playoff hockey, but <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. Just has a little extra. Mm. And, I, and I don't get the people that are like, "Well, there's no fighting." It's like, yeah, there's no fighting because they're taking this shit seriously. Yeah, they're trying to win. They're trying to win. Yeah, man. you see good hockey. So, yeah, I wanted to end it on uh, a high note. Let's head over to timeout. So, timeout. Where? On the podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, that was, that was a little dead, but sure. Okay, the first one in timeout is we're going to go back-to-back food. So, the first thing is Cheetos Mac and Cheese has now come to the market. What? They have three delicious flavors. So, I'm going to read you the flavors. Tell me which flavor you'd want to try Ooh. first. Flaming they hot. have... If they, they have, have mac and they have i'm gonna uh, it's not like i wasn't gonna tell you johnny i'm, <laughs> Sorry, I'm literally I'm about to list it <laughs> they have uh normal mac and cheese extra cheese they got cheddar jalapeno mac and cheese and they got flaming hot oh is it like um is it like a craft macaroni and cheese or like who's who's making it or is it like easy it looks mac like or? their own brand it's their own, thing. Yeah. Mac and cheese. It's their own brand oh shit that's even better. Like I would spirals. It is spirals. It's like rotini noodles, which I love. I love those. Yeah, who so doesn't? It's like it's they like pick up so much sauce. The sauce gets in the crevasses. Ooh, you know your pasta, Joe. You're right. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know why I liked them, but that's exactly right. Yeah, it's almost like my family ate it every day. Um, <laughs> me personally, I would like to do. The flaming hot first, but I feel like that's a little too gimmicky. And yeah, then I, feel I like think you got to start with a standard, right? See, I'm thinking that the- cheddar, that cheddar jalapeno. I got a feeling because I don't know if you've had the Cheetos of that, oh, the cheddar jalapeno. Dude, they're great. They're, so they're good. insane. I like them better than the flaming hot. Yeah, same. I haven't had them before. They're, they're that good. good. They're oh, they're very good. Phenomenal. All right. I'm going to get a pack. I, know. I, might, well, well, I, I might start with the regular cheese just to get that. Basic, base. basic uh, foundation of what, what it's all about, and then we'll go into these other incredible flavors. So you just it buy, sounds good. Buy all three of them. Have yourself thing. a Sunday, you know? Just, just I was going to say, I want to do all Boom. three and make a big pot and just stir Ooh, it up. Oh, yeah. A little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, I bet the cheddar and uh, cheddar jalapeno and the Flamin' Hot together would be, would be pretty darn good. Maybe a little It'll spicy, yeah. but pretty good. I wonder how the flaming on is without like the powder, you know, cause there's some about like eating a bag and then licking your fingers, but you, oh. Mm-hmm. oh, that's good. It's half the magic. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, Beer, what, what would you say? What is screaming at you? What do you want to try first? Definitely, it's the jalapeno mac. Jalapeno is my favorite kind, so it's gonna be that okay. every time. Oh, definitely. I was just like looking at pictures of it, and I was like, "Where do I buy it?" And now I'm like, it's only a couple blocks away, I can go buy it. So glad you asked. It's sold out in a bunch of stores, so now people are going to resell them on eBay. So a normal box goes for ninety six cents. Ninety six cents. Resellers are reselling them for twelve dollars. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm seeing That's capitalism, free... baby. Yeah. <laughs> seeing... I, I clicked the first link where I could actually buy it, and it was eBay. They're selling a three-pack for like twenty six ninety seven. Yeah. For That's three scary. boxes of mac and cheese. It must be... I just love that the, the, the normal thing is a dollar. So you're like, well, <laughs> I could buy 12 boxes or I could buy one. That's um, I'm going to just wait until they're regularly available and then get it that way. Yep. Yeah. Sounds fair. Or no, do we try and, a little bit of a hype beast, but do we try and make I, I our own first? Like, do we get a little like craft easy Mac or something and then grab some uh, Cheetos and try and get some dust off of them and make our own, make our own, Dude, I, just beat the crap out of a bag until they're all crumbs ooh, and you pour you it on top and shake it. Yeah. Like a, a shake crunch would never hurt. Yeah. Like a shake and bake kind of thing. I think that would be okay. Probably not as good as the real <laughs> thing, but <laughs> I, I thought there was going to be that when I first heard about these. I thought it was going to be like you make the mac and cheese and there's going to be like one of those clear little packets of just like little Cheetos at the top. You sprinkle it in, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad idea. I'm a crunch guy. I like like some, I like 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 a crunch. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. breadcrumbs on top of it. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Always good. Uh, Number two, um, I'm sure Johnny has known this for about six years now, Um, but Taco Bell is entering the chicken wing game. Yeah. Chicken wars. (laughs) I don't know if I want, I'm going to try them, I'm sure, but I don't know how I feel about this. I'm not excited. So I was actually wrong about the test market. They're not actually doing a test market for like, if people like it. Um, they're loving it. Right now, what they're testing is can they, can their operations sustain the demand, essentially? <laughs> wow. So they, they, they have... Very high hopes. Talk about confidence. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> I never heard of that before. Uh, this is not part of my job. I just uh, I read it somewhere. That it works. Right <laughs> <laughs> That'll stay. No, but yeah, apparently, I mean, people, well, I don't know who's been trying them, but they're very confident with this. their chicken wings. And uh, so, yeah, it sounds like it might be good. I wasn't able to see like what flavor of chicken wings in the picture. It has like some dust on it, but I don't know what it is. Um, the dipping sauces are sour cream, which I'm sure is going to be great. Uh, you got nacho cheese, and then you got like this chipotle nacho cheese, which I kind of want to try them all. I love sour cream. I'm a big sour cream guy. Mm. So I don't think that's going to be bad. I just don't know how I feel about bone-in chicken from Taco Bell. I mean, yeah, that that's very very fair. That's why it's definitely a risk, <laughs> and they took it. But I think I think you're going to be happily surprised. But then again, there ain't anything Taco Bell's come out with that I haven't tried and been like, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're but, using the same ingredients every time. Yeah, I was going to say this kind of <laughs> yeah, goes against your theory of like, oh, they just have the same ingredients and they just twist it around a little bit. Like this is completely new. This is out of left field. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like yeah, it like doesn't... the new grilled cheese burrito or whatever. I mean, they had a quesadilla with 
same exact shit. They just named it something different. Yeah. You guys, you guys ever seen the movie Django? Yeah, Django oh, Unchained. Yeah. So when they're when they're talking about buying the fighter, and they first meet Leonardo DiCaprio, he says like twelve thousand dollars, and he turns around, and he's like, <laughs> "You had my intrigue, but now you have my curiosity." And that's how I feel about these chicken wings. <laughs> but it's like every time Taco Bell's like, "Hey, we that's got, well put. we got a new product coming out," my ears always perk up a little bit. Like, yeah, they always do. And then I hear it, and I see the picture of like the ooey gooey cheese, and I'm like. Yeah, I'm gonna want to try that. <laughs> right. So that was like the first movie quote that I went to, where I was like, "Yes, this is exactly That's how it. I feel about this food." Very well put. Uh, no, exactly. Um, what I, mean. I just love that the chicken wars have been going so strong that the uh, Mexican fast food places like hold my margarita <laughs> and try these chicken wings. Yes. Actually, exactly I don't even know if you could. Can you buy a margarita? I know they sell booze at a couple of... I don't know if you could buy a margarita, though. They have, like, a margarita mix, but most of what they have is just, like, spiked uh, Slurpees and the slushy thing that comes out of the... Yeah, of the that's what I was thinking, like, Baja Blast or something. Yeah. With, like, rum in it or something or tequila. Um, which I'm sure is fantastic. New flavors come soon. <laughs> I keep going. <laughs> but he doesn't know that from work. Okay, real, real, real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, if anyone from Johnny's work is listening to this, I want to tell you the commitment he has to his job. So I told him about these chicken wings. I gave him a little thing and I was like, did you know about it? He just gave me a little grin. I was like, okay, how about you just start telling me? So I stopped having to do hours of research for a simple thing of just like a food current event. He's like, nah, nah, nah. It goes against my work. And I was like, oh, you, you son of a gun. So the man takes it real seriously. I signed a bunch of contracts. I don't know what I signed. So, let's just keep it on the hush hush. Didn't read them. Yeah. No. Did you um, read anything you signed? <laughs> nah. Glad you asked. No. Every nah. time there's an iTunes update, I literally updated my iPhone last night. It was like four pages long. I was like, I agree. It's like the human sentai pad from South Park. Yes. It's like, well, he clicked agree. You're like, you don't read it? He's like, everyone pretends like they read it. Um, okay, on to the next one. So Instagram influencers take on and destroy a 216-year-old sculpture. Um, Instagram influencers have gone a little too far, in my opinion. So a couple of girls, I believe they're Instagram models, they sat on a 260-year-old sculpture and cracked it. Great. Where? It was in, I think, Spain. Awesome. What was the sculpture? Why were they so, so offended? Was it Christopher Columbus? It was 200. No. They it just sat like, on it to take a picture with the sculpture and it broke. So, so uh, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, a woman or a man. I couldn't really tell for its sculpture, like laying down with like their hand up. And it was like kind of laying on like a, like a bed, not like a bed, but like, you know, like one of those, like if you think of like an Egyptian movie, like one of those just like lie down couches that they're always on their side and they like went to like lay with it. But it's 216 years old. So crap. Right. Were were I'm gonna phrase this delicately. Were these Instagram models voluptuously shaped in such a way that they're that might have contributed to the cracking? Were they thick? <laughs> yeah. No, they were sure. they didn't look they didn't look too big. Just from the photo, it was like someone like taking a photo of that. Um, they never ended up posting the photo they took. 
but they're like little mug shots were just of their head. They didn't look big or anything. I just think it's a really old sculpture and you probably shouldn't sit on something that's 200 years old. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. It's a bad call. Yeah. I mean, my, my thing, it's like you're at a museum. It's like, why don't you just like pose behind it? Like give a little peace sign across, like, do something like that. Why do you got to lay down next to the statue? It was in a museum too. Like, did they have to cross like a velvet rope or something like that? Yeah, I thought this was some kind of like outside yeah, sculpture. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. Yeah. So no, so it was inside of the museum. It didn't look like oh. there was any ropes. I think it was kind of like. Um, has anyone here been to the Vatican? Yes. I have not. So did someone say yes? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like okay, if you remember, like in the Vatican, a lot of like the David. Or like uh, Michelangelo's sculptures, they they weren't like they had a security guard there, but they weren't roped off. Sure, sure. And it's like when you go to the Sistine Chapel, you're like not supposed to take any photos of it. It's supposed to be really quiet. People are still talking. People are still taking photos. So it's like one of those things. It's like it looked like there was a security guard there, but these people just didn't care. Yeah, yeah, very bad. Sounds like something an influencer would do. Dumb. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, imagine like the face. I would love to have just seen like the face as soon as it cracked. They just like, oh, like do the look around. Like, do you think we could fix this with tape? Anybody see what that? Ha- did anything happen to happen to them? Yeah, um, I think they got a fine. I think it's a lot though. I think it's like a ten grand fine each. Oh, or no, it's ten thousand euro. So it's even more than ten grand. Well, I'm sure they raised awareness of that statue via via their post, so you know that kind of pays for it itself. You know. Yeah, hopefully they monetize that that's, so they could just pay for it. That's like how that, right? the influencers work, right? You take a picture with it. How crazy would it be if these girls started an OnlyFans to pay for their like fine? <laughs> Sounds like, like hey, we're the we're the girls that broke the sculpture. Come follow us on OnlyFans, ten ninety nine a month. We need a lot of subscribers. Sometimes that's all it takes. You make you make a big time play, a big time player, and your name's out there, and then everybody knows who you are. It's true. Well, it's crazy. Think about the girl that flashed at the World Series. She went from like a hundred thousand followers to like seven yeah, million. That's exactly what I was now saying. She, I forget her now name. Now she makes a but... hundred grand a post. I'm cool with that. Insane. That's crazy. Who is she? Uh, Julia <laughs> Rose. Series. Was it? It was Stanley Cup, wasn't it? No, it was the World Series, right behind home plate. I remember the World Series. Oh, it was the World Series. Yeah, right behind home plate. They also did it at the Stanley Cup, so that's funny that you said that. They did both. Oh, Um, cereal flashers. They did both. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's get on to the last one. The last one is a 103-year-old woman had her birthday the other day. She turned 103, and she decided, so what better to do for her 103rd birthday was to get a tattoo. Yes. So she got a tattoo. She got a nice, lovely rose garden as a tramp stamp. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. It was on her arm. I don't mean that. Um, that is a unique time to get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing, though, right? She doesn't have to live with it. Well, it's new, you know, a, why not? It's a bit morbid, Johnny. I'm hoping that she turns 110. I'm kidding. Jesus. So I waited all her life. <laughs> Now okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say one thing. It's gonna sound like a joke, but I'm very actually I thought about it. So like old people, you know their skin's not as tight. So did someone have to like flatten out oh, her arm skin to get the tattoo? Oh, oh gosh. 
I mean, is there a picture uh, of that anywhere? Probably. It, it's just like them doing it on her. It's okay. Uh, so my question is this. I want to do a tattoo bet with all of us. What what um, milestone do we have to reach as a podcast where we all get matching tattoos? Well, that's not really a bet. That's just kind of like a yeah, or a deal. A deal. Well, or, what milestone do we have to get where we could everyone would get a tattoo? Uh, of the brand of like the logo, I would get it. Yeah. After how many subscribers are we at right now? Like two hundred and four. Two hundred and four. All right. Hey, let's get the five hundred. I'll do it. 500? 500? That's it. Yeah. Wow. I was going to say That's like 10,000 or something. Like really no, aim high, but 500 apparently. How about this? I'll be the first I'll be the first little checkpoint list. <laughs> I was thinking this. One. If we can get 1 million downloads. 1, one million downloads, one million? we all get a matching tattoo. We're at Prime. what yeah. sixteen hundred right now or something? Yeah, one million. <laughs> deal. All right. All right. Yeah. Deal. Mark it up. One million. See, people Space laugh. Cap. I can't wait until we get to oh. one million, and I just we'll be like we'll be hundred and three like this girl. I'll be like, I told you. <laughs> By the way, the tattoo looks pretty good of the hundred three year old uh, birthday lady. Yeah. Pretty good. What What is it? Just a frog. Oh, nice. Yeah. She comes from the frog clan. Uh, um, yeah. So 1 million subscribers, 500 subscribers is pretty crazy because I think we're going to get that in like a couple of months if we actually push this shit. I really want a tattoo. I w- no, I really want an excuse for a tattoo. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say the tattoo is a full back tattoo. I've wanted to do this for so long with people. So you need you need five people to make it work. So we'd have to get like a fake person. <laughs> but I, it's basically so you have the Mount Rushmore of the other people's heads. So I'd be like on my body, I would have Johnny Beer, Nick and someone else. And then on my body, it would be everyone but yourself. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm down. One million, one million downloads or subscribers. Big difference. One million downloads. Downloads. That's right. also a lot of downloads. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm in. Let's take yeah, a let's do it. All right, perfect. Just say yes. All right. There it is. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till the day comes where we're just like, fuck. Only got 998,000 to go. Yeah, perfect. We're just infants now, dude. We've been barely doing this a year. Um, okay, let's head over to the rank. So this rank is brought to you by Eric Beer. It is your favorite sports athletes old school. It's like, you know, you're growing up with your favorite sports athletes back in the day. What are those old jerseys you had, you know? Oh, I went, okay, I went older than that. Okay, you could do that. But... I think it's okay. I took old school pretty literally. I have someone from the 1800s on my. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. What's. Okay. Never mind. I'll just wait yeah. for you. Right. You, you go first. You go first. You go first. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number, number four is Bo Jackson. All right. That's, That's good. Nice. Right. Yeah. Bo Jackson. Right. I actually did have. 
I did have a Raiders Bo Jackson jersey. I don't know if anyone remembers playing him in NFL Street too. He was always the man. I love that he was a two-sport athlete and he was good at both. Um, number three is going to be Sammy Sosa. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah. Sammy Sosa is a dog. Growing up as a Cubs fan, watching him, even though we were not the best, he just always cranked home runs. That was amazing. Uh, number two, this is where I go way back. Um, it's a tie between Ben Hogan and Bobby Jones, the two old school golfers. Um, I feel like most of you have seen the iconic picture. It's black and white. You probably didn't know it's Ben Hogan, but it's like him at Augusta hitting a shot when he won it. And the story is crazy. So he got hit by a train what? in the early 1900s. He got hit by a train in the early 1900s. He said he would never walk again. Eight months later, he won the Masters. That's crazy. That's incredible. If you, if you just look up Ben Hogan and go to images, I guarantee it pops up. I didn't know um, that. Wow. Bobby Jones has some of my favorite quotes of golf, which are uh, golf is a game of inches, inches between the ears. I think that's a really good one. And then another really uh, one that I love is three bad shots and one good putt is still par. Ooh, that's a really good one. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Uh, And then number one, I mean, he's my favorite baseball player of all time. He is probably my favorite athlete, and that is Gary Sheffield. Is the reason he's the reason why my favorite number is eleven. He's the reason I waggle my bat how I do in softball. Um, I would like go and see him and beg my dad or my uncle who took me to games to sit in right field so I could uh, see him. And I got to see him a couple times. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Nice. That was- he's not. He's not. He's not that old. But it, it was like when I was like ten, so I thought that was fair enough. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Oh, that's that's exactly what we were going for. Yeah, so it's good, cool. Yeah, I went out of left field with the eighteen hundreds with uh, Bobby Jones, but I do love Bobby Jones. Pretty cool though. Uh, quick fun fact about him: he would lose up to nine pounds every round of golf. Interesting. Wow. That's back. That's back in the day when you played in a suit, baby. Just Look how hot that off. was. Jeez. Oh my god. <laughs> That's crazy. That's funny. Okay, I'll, I'll go next. Um, number four. Give me D Rose. Number four. Yeah, That's a good one. Nice. It's uh, I like didn't really like basketball, but like I would tune in to watch D Rose. That was fun. Um, number three. Give me Devin Hester. Devin Hester oh, yeah. was the epitome kick return i mean he was like every single time he came, he was on the field it was it was something to watch so that's i love devin Hester. i mean that was that was so cool seeing him growing up um got to see him a couple in a couple live games as well um number two paul canerco you know your uh your chicago white Sox first baseman paul canerco he was with the Sox for like 15 years so like He's been there from the 2005 World Series up through the dark days of the early 2010s as well. So I miss Paulie. Paul Canerco is just a staple of consistency. And then um, number one, this is going to be a weird one, but my favorite player for the Bears ever, like growing up, was Greg Olson. He was my by far nice. favorite favorite player before we traded him. 
I had two of his jerseys. I had two, of course. And I only played tight end growing up because I wanted to play and be like Greg Wilson. Like, he's literally my, my favorite my favorite player. And it broke my heart when we traded him. So, still think about that. God, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he had a really great career, you know, yeah. like overall. It's, it's incredible that he's still playing. Yeah. yeah that's a good one, Bear. I like really that one. Well, it's easy when you get hurt on the first or second game and then don't come back. But yeah. <laughs> that's true. All right. Um, uh, I'll, uh, I'll go next. Um, that was a good list, Bear. Um,. I had I added in an honorable mention uh, just because my four were all like teams that I was big fans of uh, growing up. Uh, my honorable mention is Kobe, R.I.P. Because I think everybody can relate to can relate to that. Uh, number four, uh, since I just finished the Last Dance documentary, finally Michael Jordan. Uh, I watching the documentary, I realized like how much of it I hadn't remembered or like from growing up, but I do remember bits and pieces of that last championship, uh, particularly like the um, series against the Pacers. Um, so Jordan, obviously very classic. Uh, number three, Notre Dame football player, Jeff Samarja, who um, I really, Let's I, go, baby. I still really oh wish God. that he would have played football. Like not that he hasn't had, he hasn't had a great baseball career. He hasn't had a bad baseball career. And it was cool that he got to pitch for the Cubs for a while, but like I really think football, there's just like probably a shorter term, uh, you know, career, but like he could have had longer term success or just, you know, a lot more success in that shorter term is what I meant. Uh, but yeah, Hinton bursting out of the scene uh, when Notre Dame was really good. That was like freshman year of high school for me. Uh, it was awesome. Do you remember that heartbreaking loss with him though to USC? Yeah. Uh, how could I forget? That was that one made me cry. That he game, dropped two passes too. Yeah, that game was so electric though. Um, yeah. Tom Zibikowski returning a a punt return for a touchdown. That was like yeah. one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, number two, um, Bears cornerback Peanut Tillman uh, coming in there just uh, punching like the ball it. out. The guy just just punched at a ball like a boxer, um, and. He, I saw him, I went and saw the Bears probably his rookie season, and he was playing really well and was a fan of him at, at, um, ever since then. Um, and he retired as a Bear, which is really cool. Um, number one, Sammy Sosa. Uh, just coming up in the ninth inning, you knew that he was going to hit that home run. 98 home run uh, chase season was great. I mean, he definitely did steroids, but I don't think that takes anything away from him hitting 600 and some home runs, however many you hit. Did you play Little League growing up ever? Yeah, for sure. If you didn't do the double kiss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I don't know who you were. Like, every kid was doing that. Yeah. <clears throat> so when I was a kid and I was playing Little League, uh, my number four is Moises Alu. And I remember nice. my dad told me that I tried that stance once and I just looked like a fucking idiot. Stop doing that. You're standing like a frog. And I'm like, but it worked. I know it. Um, Did you also try pissing on your hands too? What happened? I don't know what the hell I was doing, man, but it wasn't working. But Moises Alou, I, I I just remember it so well because of his betting stance, but also he was pretty good and he was fun to watch. He was really good in the outfield. Uh, number three, Sammy Sosa. For all the same reasons, Nick, and yeah, just the Cubs staple, staple name. 
And as a kid, I really didn't know much else. And that's just all they were talking about. Number two, Derek Rose. Um, similar to, to Beer, I didn't give a shit about basketball. I don't even do now, but Derek Rose was just too fun to watch. Uh, and number one, Devin Hess. We lost you, Jay. Uh, he cut out. Devin Hett. Hey, he might come back, though. Hester. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Devin Hester. Yeah, one of my favorite memories is uh, being at Jack's place, Jack's parents' place, and uh, just watching him return that in the Super Bowl is just, it's, it's such, it was such a great moment for everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Yep. I still can't believe we lost that game after that. Yeah, that's rough. It's ingrained in my memory, but. Good memory, nonetheless. God, oh man, those those were all good ranks. That was a very good rank here. Good choice. Um, all right, boom. Thank you, uh, thank you to all the listeners. Help us get to one million so we can all get a tattoo. Huh? Um, oh, or five hundred subscribers. Yeah, or five hundred subscribers. Johnny wants to. Johnny's gonna be like, how about if we get one download on the last. To la- the next episode. How about that? <laughs> uh, all right, but no, thank you very much for listening. And we are excited to get back in studio. We are very close, very close. We're about two, three weeks away. Um, and then it will even be a more of a party once beer comes and visits us because we'll do a live one. Uh, but thank you guys very much. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you next week.